from Duck Creek Technologies, it's Conversations on the Creek, the podcast series where we interview our partners about how the latest technology and insure tech is transforming the PNC insurance industry. I'm Rob Savitsky from the Duck Creek product marketing team. And I'm Peter Hers from the Duck Creek Alliance management team. And in today's episode, we're incredibly thrilled to be joined by Samit Shah, Director, Insurance Programs and Partnerships at BitSight, who will be sharing his perspective on the cyber insurance market and how insurers can better identify and measure cyber risk. The BitSight security ratings platform applies sophisticated algorithms, producing daily security ratings, which help organizations manage their own security performance, mitigate third-party risk, and underwrite cyber insurance policies. Samit, how are you doing today? Doing well, Rob. Nice. Thanks for having me. So thrilled to have you on the program. Uh, it's a really exciting topic, uh, cyber risk, and, and just the, the growth of this nascent part of the insurance industry. Uh, certainly one I'm very passionate about from my prior career and experience uh, previously. And so, uh, yeah, really pumped to have you on, on the program and get your perspective. Peter, over you to kick us off. Sure thing. Uh, so, Samit, let's get the conversation rolling by by having you give us some insight on some of the recent trends you're seeing in the cyber insurance industry. Sure, absolutely. So, I think the 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 most positive and best trend is that the cyber insurance industry is growing. Uh, the amount collected in premiums is forecasted to have grown to about five billion dollars. Uh, that's very exciting news. Um, it's it's great. It's great for everyone that uh, companies are. Uh, taking advantage of transferring their risk, but I think um, you know with that growth and the is also the fact that um, you know uh, the cyber insurance product is working as well. Um, those premium dollars have to go towards something, and uh, it's actually paying claims. And so what we are seeing a lot in the market is we are seeing more claims being filed. Uh, we are seeing claims uh, coming from ransomware uh, events. So there's been quite an uptick. That a lot of a lot of my clients have been um, sharing information about. A lot of the carriers in the market have been sharing information about. Um, the other area that we're starting to see more uh, claims activity is around third-party provider events. So these are vendors to a lot of companies who are experiencing data breaches or business interruption type of issues. I think SolarWinds and Acelion. Um, so those types of events are also kind of creeping up and causing some more losses, but. You know, premiums being collected going up, claims uh, increasing. Uh, there's, you know, a balancing point there, and that's why companies are buying cyber insurance is to help actually transfer that risk. But I think another, absolutely. I think another another trend though that goes along with that is that a lot of carriers are, as they see these claims uh, around ransomware and third-party providers pick up, is they are getting more into loss prevention control mode. And so a lot of carriers are um, recommending their clients avail themselves of these complementary services to help them better understand and mitigate their cyber risks. Hmm. Um, one topic I hear a lot about recently is silent cyber. Can you tell us more about this and, and what are you seeing with this and how is the industry dealing with it? Sure. So silent cyber is really an issue around not being clear uh, in the policy language about whether your intention is to cover the cyber event or not. And uh, for a number of years, uh, especially across other lines of insurance, um, property and GL, uh, you know, some 
customers tried to find coverage where they could and where it wasn't explicitly outlined that a cyber triggered event would be covered. And so I think what's what we've seen in the industry uh, is this uh, effort to make it very clear to customers in non-cyber insurance policies that they want to be affirmative around their stance of whether the policy was meant to cover cyber or not. So it's really kind of taking away the silent part and becoming more explicit and affirmative. Um, we're even seeing this guidance come from the New York um, DFS, the insurance regulator in New York, about the importance of carriers being, be, being more affirmative, being more explicit about their intention to cover cyber in an insurance program or not. Great perspective. No, really, really interesting points, Samit. And I think, uh, you know, as cyber continues to grow, it'll be interesting to see what lines it impacts and how how the industry continues to uh, address it. Um, to your, your earlier point about uh, loss ratios and the increase of claims uh, increasing, I, I did hear that within 2019, um, loss ratios increased by 10% year over year. Um, a lot of those claims attributed to ransomware, as you had alluded to. And so my question is, why is underwriting and pricing cyber risk so challenging for carriers? Yeah, so it's it really comes down to uh, information gathering, right? So underwriters need to collect information to help them make good decisions around what risks the organizations have or do not have and decide whether they want to take on that risk and price it accordingly. And I think it's, it's really challenging um, sometimes for underwriters to get at that information um, from, from clients. They ask clients to fill out application forms, get on the phone and share information about what they're doing, but there's only so much information that can be transferred. And so this asymmetry exists um, in, in the kind of the traditional ways of, of underwriting. And so one of the things that underwriters are trying to do differently is apply more data um, outside of what customers may be able to provide an application form and use data sets such as the ones that BitSight provide to help them have better insights into the security posture of the organization. And as a result of that, you know, be more proactive in understanding that information and engaging with the client about their security posture. But I think it, it all kind of comes down to um, data and information and whether you have it or you don't. Got it. Yeah, so speaking about uh, these new data sources that you, you mentioned, um, in recent years, we've seen the rise of cyber risk scores or um, security ratings, uh, such as what, what you guys at BitSight provide. And so I'm curious, what exactly do these security ratings tell you about an organization and how do they help inform and enhance uh, cyber underwriters' ability to underwrite and price risk? Right, so... I would, uh, you know, cyber cybersecurity ratings or scores are really looking at an organization's security posture um, without any of their in input really, and being able to take all of that information and um, not necessarily oversimplify it, but make it uh, make it more accessible and easy for organizations to have business conversations around cyber risk. It allows organizations um, to compare themselves against their competitors. It allows underwriters to understand the security posture of the applicant or the insured that they're working with. It's really taking all of this outside data. A good example, a good analogy that I like to make around this is, is looking at a house. And so from, a, from an outside perspective, 
you can see that you know there's fire or smoke coming off of a house. This looks at things like what we like to call compromised systems or some type of malware issues that the organizations might actively be having issues with. The other thing that you look at when you look out from the outside of a house is you see, oh, this door is open or this window is open. And this, these uh, openings um, are like vulnerabilities. They invite opportunities um, for outside attackers to see that there's uh, a deficiency. There's an opportunity to kind of get in and uh, steal information or cause some other types of issues. So that's kind of what I liken um, what we are providing, what we're seeing in, in, in the market today with ratings and scores is really giving underwriters that ability to look at an organization, not just rely on the application forms that are kind of what are considered traditionally inside information, but also utilize outside information um, that companies like BitSight provide. Got it. So uh, I suppose an insured, they could they could say that, yes, they use uh, they have firewalls, but that doesn't necessarily tell you whether it's installed correctly. And it sounds like, you know, you guys and, and other um, providers of security ratings are out there and helping understand and, and quantify exactly what what the uh, what the organization in question security posture actually is. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. So if if they say on an application form they are encrypting traffic or they have firewalls or they have antivirus or endpoint protection on their devices, then you would hope that the information that we're collecting uh, would, would validate um, whether they have actually applied those controls and, and technologies appropriately. If they did, we wouldn't necessarily be seeing some of the malware traffic that's you know, communicating with sinkholes or we wouldn't be seeing some of the vulnerabilities um, in that, that attackers can see from the outside that they can then use to exploit. Got it. Great perspective, Samit. So, yeah, I mean, Samit, can you expand a little bit on like the difference between the inside out versus the outside in approach to uncovering cyber risk and, and, and which one is more prevalent? Sure. So, Inside out is information that an organization discloses and shares with the underwriter about, about their controls. So this is typically collected in an application form. Um, it can be a, uh, you know, a pen test that sometimes they have had an outside party run on them, and then they can share that and make that part of the underwriting submission. Um, any kind of information that um, someone from the outside wouldn't necessarily be able to know without asking and soliciting more feedback and input from the uh, applicant or the insured. That's typically what inside information is. Um, outside information is information that you don't need um, you know, permission to get. Uh, this is something kind of like a CCTV camera. This is you know, video, this is you know, uh, information that you're able to collect without necessarily um, needing permission. Um, some of it's some of it's actually based on inside inside observable events that are communicating outside the organization's firewall. So it's a little bit of a misnomer to call it purely um, outside in, but typically it's uh, information that be, can be collected without uh, asking um, asking uh, for the organization to supply any additional information. Perfect. Now I get it. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely.
So, Sami, um, from a quantification standpoint, I'd love to get your perspective on the applicability, well, <laughs> excuse me, applicability of security ratings outside of the rating itself. How is the industry building on top of cybersecurity ratings, and how are security ratings being made accessible across different teams and departments within an insurer? Sure, absolutely. So, I'd say the first trend that we're seeing with a lot of insurers, and I, I've seen this grow steadily um, over the last couple of years, and you see this trend in other lines of insurance. So um, you might see it in, in auto uh, insurance, where a lot of organizations are hungry for data, um, and they are looking to not only you know, provide this data outside of the normal tools and platforms, but actually build an integrated experience for the underwriter or for the folks or for the people that work within the insurance organization to access that information. So what we're seeing a lot of is organizations integrating outside data sources into their own environments and creating a more streamlined, efficient way to process and use this information, whether it be for underwriting or portfolio management or potentially for claims management. The other, the other trend that we're seeing is using data sources in combination with modeling, for, for, for instance. So being able to take data sources such as what we provide in BitSight and combine it with models that produce quantifications and create a, uh, uh, an appreciation for what the exposure, uh, the financial exposure an organization may have to various risks, risk scenarios. So it's kind of a one plus one equals three approach to unlocking the value of all this data by combining it with other, other platforms, other systems to generate even more insights, uh, analytic insights for carriers. It's really, really great to meet. And certainly, you know, as, as providers that are out there, we're certainly looking to continue to bring, bring the data to, uh, to different uh, personas within a carrier where they need it most, whether it be at the point of underwriting, um, and so forth. So definitely something we're, we're excited about and especially be working with you guys on. Uh, so yeah, so Samit, any final thoughts or is there any additional concepts um, you'd like to educate us on? No, I think I think we did a, a great job of, of covering them. I, I will say that th this piece about insurers engaging their clients and making them aware of their security issues, especially like I mentioned earlier, with the increase in uh, claims type of events, especially whether they come from ransomware um, or other types of events. I think that's probably where you should, ex where a lot of the uh, people listening in should expect the industry to go is for, uh, to expect to see more collaboration between insurers and their insureds around helping them understand and manage their cyber risk. Awesome, thank you. Thanks Sumit. for having me. Thank you, Sumit. And thank you all for tuning in today. Before we conclude today's episode, I wanted to highlight that at Duck Creek, we have an integration with BitSight where we pulled BitSight security ratings, which includes an overall rating, individual rating vector grades, and industry comparison benchmarks into Duck Creek policy, which can then be used to inform cyber underwriting guidelines and pricing decisions. To learn more about our integration with BitSight, go to duckcreek.com partner slash BitSight. And if you enjoyed this podcast, be sure to check out all of our other great podcast episodes, webinars, and more content on our virtual events platform, VFormation, by going to vformation.duckcreek.com. We'll see you next time.